You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Boju Oyemade. Pastor Boju is the senior pastor of the Covenant Nation. On September 11th, 2021, Pastor Boju Oyemade will be live in the beautiful city of Oyo for the Oyo Faith Seminar. Come join us for a paradigm-shattering, insightfully refreshing encounter in God's presence with the undiluted Word of God. Join us from 9 a.m. prompt at the Emerald Event Center, 119 Edet Akban Avenue, also known as Four Lanes, Oyo Akwaibom, Nigeria. Whether you live or work in the city of Oyo, invites family members, invites friends, See you there, powered by the Covenant Nation. We want to do something in particular, and uh, the assignment, like I've said, uh, can be found in Psalm 44, and we read from verses 1 to 3. Psalm 44, verses 1 to 3. We have heard with our ears. O God, our fathers have told us what work thou did in their days, in the times of old. How thou did drive out the heathen with thy hand, and you planted them, and how you did afflict the people and cast them out. Then it says, and it's verse 3, I'm zeroing on. For they got not the land in possession by their own sword, neither did their own arm save them, but thy right hand and thine arm. And it says, and the light of thy countenance, because thou hast had or thou had favor unto them. So it's about entering into things that you didn't get by power or by might through any form of struggle, but by the light of the countenance of God that is in the course of this meeting, uh, you have an encounter with God that brings about a realization of certain things. You come into possession of certain things that you cannot attribute to your own self, but can only be by what we'll call a divine visitation. And so we're going to uh, speak on the subject of faith but how this relates with a mighty, powerful force that is known as joy. Now, joy is connected to activating every of God's blessing. Now, let me repeat that. Joy is connected to activating every single one of the blessings of God. Uh, the Bible tells us in uh, Psalm 16 and verse 11, in thy presence, so you are talking about God's presence, it says there is fullness of joy. Something with joy there. 
It says in Nehemiah chapter 8 and 10, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Spiritual strength tied up to joy. Receiving revelation knowledge. A heart that rejoices in, a, all right, the work of Jesus is the heart that gets opened up to that kind of information. David understood that, and in Psalm 49 and verse 4, David talked about using the harp, I will open my dark saints upon the harp. So if anything is difficult to understand, I will open it up, right, with a song and with rejoicing. I will incline my ear and open that particular dark saying up with the harp. The Bible talks about the anointing and calls it in Hebrews 1 9, the oil of gladness. In other words, it says you've been anointed with the oil, it calls it of gladness. The anointing is described as the oil of gladness. Health, bodily health, healing, tied up to joy. A merry heart doeth good. The scripture says in Proverbs chapter 17 and 22, doeth good like medicine. Now we can go on and on and begin to find how joy, right, is involved in activating and the manifestation of the blessings of God. And I personally believe that, I mean, the scripture doesn't say God is power. It doesn't say God is hope. It doesn't say God is faith. But it says that God is love. Uh, God himself is love. And so when you get into the fruits of the Spirit, uh, there's one mentioned after love, is joy. In other words, it starts with love and nothing can be higher than that. The Bible says it's the greatest of all. And then the next thing it talks about is joy. And as I get into this meeting, let me just say something here. Uh, those of you that don't know, those of you that don't know, as I say, you don't need to know since you don't know what I am talking about. But those of you that know, know. All right? Those of you that don't know, we will not corrupt you with what we know. <laughs> All right? But I, I always find this intriguing because, and I'll show you that it is a, a warped interpretation of Scripture. But there is an alcoholic uh, beverage there that they market and they use joy. And what they say is quite profound. All right? This is an alcoholic beverage here. I say... Blood, sweat, and tears will get you there. But joy will take you further. In other words, what they are saying is that blood, struggle, sweat, tears will get you to a point. But joy is the one that will trigger you into certain levels. Now, so what they are trying to say is that if you take this drink, you have joy. I mean, can you imagine this? And when you drink it, and in that spirit of joy, you are going to enter into things, all right, 
So, but, I mean, it's gimmick, but they are trying to associate their alcoholic bravery there with joy and saying that joy produces certain results in life. Now, we know it doesn't, but what the alcohol we're doing is no matter the problems you have when you are drunk with it, you forget about the problems. The only major problem is that when you wear or wears up, you will meet your problems exactly where they are. All right? So you might have a temporary relief. But when I saw it, I, I knew that this, this, you know, when the Bible says, when the light becomes darkness, how great is the word? Darkness. I remember Ephesians 5 and verse 18. And it says, do not be drunk with wine wherein it is excess. So Paul was talking about, it says, but be filled with the Spirit. He was using wine or as a type. That is, don't take it with wine and be drunk in excess there. But instead of doing that, be filled with the Spirit. And he now talks about the effect of that. Because a drunk person, or when people take in wine, or what happens is, once people are intoxicated, they are always singing. Are you, you understand what I'm saying? They sing with ease. All right? That's why I'm in school, Kegite's Club, they are singing. You see them, they are drumming. They can't take the power and not start singing, drumming, and dancing. And what it does is it removes inhibition. People become bold. A man that couldn't talk to a woman will take it and go and meet her. I'll say, I love you, all right? Someone that couldn't say hello, but he gets intoxicated. And Paul said, listen, that's fake stuff. He said, be filled with the Spirit. The next verse in verse 19, speaking to yourselves in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing, and making melody in your heart unto the Lord. The thing about God is, you do this under the influence of the Spirit, and uh, you enter into the spirit of joy, we'll see this. You come out of it and your life is transformed. The only hangover that you have is the fact that you are now walking in a new realm that you are not in. All right? The other one destroys. This one elevates and puts you in powerful places. So it talks about the infilling of the spirit creating a joy inside your heart. Am I going to say this? And as you enter into the place of joy, right, it activates every other blessing. That's why it is impossible to get a sad person who holds on to sadness into the manifestation of God. On September 11th, 2021, Pastor Boju Oyemade will be live in the beautiful city of Uyo for the Uyo Faith Seminar. Come join us for a paradigm-shattering, insightfully refreshing encounter in God's presence with the undiluted Word of God. Join us from 9 a.m. prompt at the Emerald Event Center, 119 Edet Akban Avenue, also known as Four Lanes, Uyo Akwaibom, Nigeria. Whether you live or work in the city of Uyo, invites family members, invites friends, See you there.
powered by the Covenant Nation. The Bible says in Proverbs, all of the days of the afflicted are evil. But he that has a merry heart, it says that, has a continuous feast. That is, all the days of the afflicted. Now, every single person, right, gets some form of affliction. That's Proverbs 15 and verse 15. Everybody goes through things. But it says the person who says, I've been afflicted, the person who carries that victim, all right, consciousness there, uh, that talks about, that comes into the office, and you say, well, you don't know what I, why are you so sad today? Well, you really don't know what I'm going through and all of that. And, and you don't understand, and it's always, you know, we are tending to the person uh, because, you know, there's constant sorrowness of heart. They say, you know, I'm afflicted and all of that. Now, the person next to them may also be afflicted the same way and be going through the same things, but they have learned that all the days of the afflicted will be evil, but he that hath a merry heart, in other words, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I am going to keep my heart and my joy level up. And I want to show you this because they understand that that is the only thing. This is what you are going through and, and you are this way. You kept us going, all right, because they have understood the secret of joy. That he that hath a merry heart will have a continuous feast. That is, they understand it. Other people do not understand. That listen. That look. I say, well, I've been afflicted. Oh, well, I've been afflicted. Oh, well, I've been afflicted. Right? And if you carry that on the inside, then all the days of that person become evil. So joy is a powerful force. Without joy in the heart of a person, things around that person begin to wither. Right? Things around that person in their life starts withering. Joel chapter 1 and verse 12. It tells us that Joel 1 12. It says the vine is dried up. So it wasn't once like that. The fig tree languishes. Pomegranate tree, palm tree also, the apple, even all the trees of the field are withered. So the, ones, the prophet went over and said, all these things are withered. I said, God, what's going on? And God said, because joy is withered away from the sons of men. So let me say something here. All right? If this was an agro-economy. In other words, it was built on agriculture. So when you want to describe it back then in those days, any form of progress, they use agricultural terms. Your barns will be filled with plenty. Your wine presses will burst forth with new wine. All right? It says your baskets shall this and all of that. So it's just like looking at different units in an organization. We went to where the vines were dried. Pomegranate tree gone. Fake tree, everything dried up. Hey, what's going on here? It says joy has been dried up. So you see a healthy, powerful organization wants that begins to go on that downward turn. I say, what happened in that place? Now, I can barely go and test it. Go and check. You'll find out that the joy level, something happened. Now, whatever happened affected the joy level of the handlers. 
And once the joy level of the handlers went down, then everything around them started going down. It can't be that they were betrayed by people. It can't be that they were wounded in their spirits by people. But the issue is the attack is on joy. All right? That is, the enemy is firing, and he knows that if I can take away this joy from the spirits of these people, and uh, their joy level goes down, then what's going to happen is things begin to wither. So you go and meet that person and say, so what happened? He says, well, you know, it can just be this, and it can affect them. All right? Well, I sent my staff a good number of people in a particular unit that was the crown jewel of what we were doing in our business for training. We spent thousands of dollars on these people. They came back, and they all took off and betrayed us and all of that. And it is the pain, all right, of that betrayal there. Or what at least they say is betrayal, right? That thing there that has affected the spirit of the person, and because the spirit of that person is affected then, any conversation you have with that person, straight away, I'm a victim of this, straight away, I'm a victim of this, straight away. And it has affected, they've stopped laughing, their, their countenance has changed, they are, they are no longer happy, uh, they are not that boisterous, all right, individual boisterous people, all of that is gone. And when people are in that state in their heart, then every other thing begins. So Satan doesn't have to attack the vine and all of that. What he goes for is get to the heart. Injure the heart, get to the people, any way you can get them to get that joy level down, things, all right, will not begin, to, will not work out right. Now, so let me give you an example here and let me show what I'm saying. If there's a, there's a plant here and you come here, let's say, every day, and after a time you start seeing the plant drying up, and the first thing you're going to say is, well, this one is drying up. Why don't you, isn't that what you're going to say? Why don't you water the plant? All right? Pour some water into it. If you pour water into this plant here, then life is going to come back into it, and it'll start blossoming again. So I want to show that joy is this thing, because it tells us in Isaiah chapter 12 and verse 3, it says, it is with joy Shall we do what? Draw water out of the wells of salvation. So if you are saying that something is dry, follow what I'm saying here, in your life, things are not working, now you got to pour some spiritual water on it by doing what? Rejoicing over that thing. In other words, you begin to rejoice over it. I don't sure you say, well, how can I rejoice over something that is going wrong? All right? But the only way you're going to get the force of life back into it is that you are going to. That's why James said, count it all joy. When you fall into diverse temptation, there's a reason why. Uh, if you want to reverse it, if you want to turn things around, it says, count it all joy. Uh, it says, with, with joy, we are going to draw water uh, and put it in and draw water into uh, the wells of salvation and begin to water the entire thing. In Habakkuk chapter 3 and verse 17, this is why he understood that although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall the fruit be in the vine, and the labor of the olive shall fail, 
like Joel we saw there in chapter 2. And the fields shall yield no meat. Now, it didn't say some, no meat. The labor of the olive has failed. The fig tree has not blossomed in years. The flock is cut off from the fold. And there is, there shall be no herd in the stalls. Next verse, it said, yet I will do what? Rejoice. Folks, joy is not a function of your environment. Joy is something that is produced by the Holy Spirit within you. Paul called it, the kingdom of God is not in meat and drink, but in righteousness, peace, and joy produced by the Holy Ghost. In other words, it's the Spirit of God who produces joy. So he says, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Not in what I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Now, what's going to happen? He says, this is what will begin to happen. Next verse. The Lord, all right, verse 19, it says, the Lord God is my strength. For the joy of the Lord, that's how strength comes. And he will make my feet like the hind's feet. Now, and will make me to walk upon my high places. Now, it's very profound what the prophet is saying here. Because the hind is a female of the deer. And uh, there are only about two or three animals that are capable of doing this. It's talking about the hind's feet. It's almost like an animal here. It's like saying that you have a four-wheel drive. Now, a four-wheel drive can go into places where just the two-wheel cannot, all right, operate there. So he's saying we will go into that four-wheel drive mode. Hear what he's saying here. Now, what he's saying, I'm going to show this. We are going to go into that four-wheel drive mode. In other words, this hinds there, if you start chasing it, it knows that there are only two or three creatures that can go up a rocky mountain with speed. So the lion can be stronger than it, but once they get to the rocky place, game up. You don't can't go up the way I go up here. I'll play the video with both legs, they're just going, clam, 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 and they're going up, up, up far. In other words, God is saying, we all can be on the same level. You can even appear faster and better than me. Let crisis come, you will know who has God. In other words, this is where, all right, with hind feet, I'm going to take up. What he's saying is that the distinction is going to come in, listen to me, believe what I'm telling you, the distinction comes in times of crisis. That's why it says, count it all joy. The very thing that is making you sad, where you think, is because people don't understand what you are going through. The Bible says, and this is what Satan does to us, makes you think you are alone. He says, all your brethren are going through the same affliction. That you see somebody that, you know, somebody went to meet his father once. He said, you don't know the problem I have. He said, let me tell you about life. He said, I have never found anybody who wants another person's problem. He said, go and meet that man there, that bad there. Tell him your problem. Ask him for his own problem. Say you should exchange. When he tells his brother, you say, you say it's okay. Keep your whole problem. I am good with what I have. They're going through the same affliction. But the person that is rejoicing, all right, has found the secret. You know why? What we call crisis is what Jesus described as the sun. 
that trials, when the sun comes out, trials and tribulation, which is crisis here. Now, the problem is with people, they feel the heat of the sun. But you forget that the sun does two things. If the sun is withdrawn, there will be no heat, yes, but there will also be no light. So what people are complaining about is the heat. But what balances the heat out is the light. In other words, if you see the light that that crisis has brought, you will turn around and say, we are good. On September 11th, 2021, Pastor Boju Oyemade will be live in the beautiful city of Uyo for the Uyo Faith Seminar. Come join us for a paradigm-shattering, insightfully refreshing encounter in God's presence with the undiluted Word of God. Join us from 9 a.m. prompt at the Emerald Event Center, 119 Edet Akban Avenue, also known as Four Lanes, Uyo Akwaibom, Nigeria. Whether you live or work in the city of Uyo, invites family members, invites friends, Friends, see you there. Powered by the Covenant Nation. This podcast is brought to you by the Covenant Nation. For more information, visit www.insightsforliving.org. Thank you and God bless.